Securities and investment advisory services offered to Next Financial Group, member of Finnercipic, Texas Hill Country Advisors, is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update, brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Advisors, your local Texas Hill Country source for what's going on in the stock market, the economy, and the world of personal finance. We are your co-hosts, Andrew Gay and Gilbert Pies, here in the Texas Hill Country Advisors studio this morning. It's about 9.20 a.m. We have some financial news and notes for you, as always, this morning, so let's jump right to it. Uh, the major three U.S. stock indexes closed down across the board yesterday while yields rose. And of course, when we say things like the yields rose in the marketplace, what we're really talking about is the interest rate market that is out there because we know that the Fed raises interest rates, right? They control one little bitty piece of the equation there. But there is there is a market full of interest rates. Usually we're talking about U.S. Treasuries and, and the debt market there um, when we say things like the yields rose or dropped. Um, so as yields rose yesterday in the interest rate markets, uh, the stock market was down which is not surprising. We are back to a uh, mixed start this morning. The Dow was up first thing this morning. The S&P and NASDAQ were down. So the sluggish start to September is uh, looks like it's continuing for now. Oil prices still elevated as well from their spike earlier in the week. Uh, Gilbert, you want to say anything about that before I move on to what's going on economically? Did you <laughs> fill up your tank recently? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, Actually, I had to fill up yesterday too. Uh, I've been doing it on Fridays, and, and thankfully I've been able to skip uh, every other week. So, you know, I just don't drive around that much, which is good. Um, you, you want me to say something about yields and... Yes, you oh, usually oh. you like talking about the bond yes, market. I, I love why, talking about the bond market. I put you on blast. <laughs> it, it's an indicator of, of what to expect in the stock market, I think. is And that's the reason why... At least over it, the last like couple of years, right? For because sure. it's been such a... For sure. And, and as we've said before many times, uh, keep in mind that the bond market is, is much larger than the stock market. It's four times as big, roughly. And so there's a lot of money that floats around in the bond market. And so if you're not paying attention to the bond market, you, you're, you're kind of not getting the whole story because they, they have a very close relationship with uh, the equity markets. And so it sometimes is a leading indicator about where the equity market's going to go. Uh, yields going up is, is not surprising, as, as Andrew said. If the stock market's going down, yields are going up, which just means that there's more money probably piling into the bond market looking for safety. And, and when we talk about the bond market in general, we're talking about the treasury market. And and you can, you can just think about why people would be piling into the treasury market. There's a little bit of concern that maybe the stock market's going to drop off and the money has to go somewhere. So... It goes over to U.S. Treasuries sometimes, and when money is coming into the U.S. Treasury market, that means that uh, prices go up, and, and that means yields go up. So um, th there's there's an interesting relationship there that, that just makes sense, and what we've seen lately is whenever the bond market's going up, the stock market's going down, and, and vice versa. Is that going to continue again? I don't know, but in times of crisis or worry or volatility, You'll tend to see that the bond market, you know, yeah. yields go up quite a bit, uh, and and you know even if you don't follow it very closely, we can tell you that 
there's been some extreme volatility in the bond market over the past uh, nine months. Um, there, there more has than, been more than than we've seen in in years. But I think that that highlights a lot of the uncertainty that's out yes. there, specifically around where interest rates are going to go, and even more uh, specifically whether or not they're going to inch any higher from that the, is the Fed. That is correct. Yes, uh, it it really kind of leads you to believe what that there's probably some more volatility coming along the way. So, what's that going to mean at the end of the year or? Uh, if the Fed raises rates or decides not to raise rates, hard to say exactly, but uh, we, we think that ultimately interest rates are going to stay higher for longer. And that might mean that there needs to be some really, really good news from the equity market uh, in order to uh, moderate some of that that uh, movement we've been seeing in the bond market. All right. And if we take a look right now, as of this morning, uh, the market is expecting there's a 93% chance, it says, that in September, we do not see a rate hike from the Fed. And then in the November meeting, it's almost like a 50-50 split right now. So the market's kind of unsure whether or not we're going to see that. I think what it's really waiting on is some of the economic data that comes out between now and the, and the November meeting for, for the sure. Fed. We've got a couple months of data that'll come out. And speaking of that, uh, let's transition over to what's going on on the economic front. Uh, this morning, it was relatively quiet. We get a weekly uh, jobless claims metric that we got this morning. It was holding steady above the 200,000 level, but it came in slightly below expectations. And we got four different sp Fed speakers at four different events uh, slated for today. So we might hear some, uh, some little tidbits here and there about what they think their interest rate hiking path forward might look like from those individual Fed governors. But, you know, I think next week when we get CPI for August, that'll be the first peak of inflation into the month of August. And uh, depending on that metric, uh, mainly the job, the labor market and the inflation uh, metrics, I think is what the Fed's going to be watching and that, and I think the, some of these interest rate expectations that we're talking about might shift a little bit depending on what that economic economic data looks like. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention this morning uh, that we wanted to cover uh, before we jump off is we talked yesterday about some of the noise. A lot of this stuff that we talk about on here is can be chalked up to just noise. There's a lot of things happening uh, in the markets at any given point in time. You know, I like to equate it to that the example of. Um, if you've seen the original Willy Wonka, the uh, I always forget his name. It's the cowboy kid. Do, do you know his name? Everybody Mike like TV. Mike TV, man. Yeah, I don't know why I always forget. Uh, I, I have no idea why I remembered that. I remember it's yeah, Mike TV. That's that's impressive. Uh, so you know when he's when he busts up the can, he's in the he's in the little contraption that they have there, and it busts up the candy bar into a billion little pieces, and it's all floating around. And I kind of think about that's kind of. The, the different factors that are weighing on the market. There might be one overarching narrative, but there's usually never just one thing that's causing markets to move or not. So if you're a long-term investor, um, you know, a lot of a lot of what your financial plan should be wrapped around is your personal situation. So a lot of this stuff that's happening on a day-to-day basis, week to week, month to month, um, even in some cases quarter to quarter or year to year, it may not be relevant for your personal situation. So unless your personal situation has changed some, it might not warrant you to do anything different than what you're doing. But, you know, I bring that up to say that that's one of the things that Gilbert and I can help you with in case you're out there and you're wondering, you know, kind of where to where to start that conversation. We can definitely have that with you about what's going on out there right now, some of your concerns or fears or worries um, about your personal portfolio or even getting started as an investor in the current economic environment. Yeah, I think one of the reasons why we like to talk about the short-term things that are happening in the market is just so that 
uh, our customers, our uh, people that, that we talk to, have an idea of why the market does what it does on a day-to-day basis. It, it's not really, we, we don't really talk about this to motivate you to do one thing or the other. What, what we're really doing is just trying to explain why you might see these ups and downs in the market and the economy. It's really all it is. Um, and, and as you say, Andrew, it, it doesn't really necessarily mean that for you, it has changed anything about your plan. And if you don't have a plan, well, guess what? You already have a plan. You're planning not to plan. You need to plan to, and, and be intentional about the plan and have a strategic goal that you're trying to meet. And, and of course, what we talk about in the term tends to be more tactical type stuff. Um, we're not implying that you need to be a strategic, only a strategic investor and only a tactical or a tactical investor. Um, many times they complement each other and uh, you, you should have an overarching plan that, that is, you've got in place to meet your particular goals. But at, at the same time, sometimes it makes sense to do some tactical shifts to take advantage of opportunities or to minimize uh, any potential risks in the short term to your overall plan. So um, I, I know that's a little bit of uh, detail that probably people don't really want to know, but uh, we, we talk about these things just so you, to keep you informed. And it's not really meant for you to make a decision one way or the other about what you should do. And, and it doesn't matter what the market is, what it's doing, if it's up, if it's down, if, what the headline is. There's always a good time to invest. There's always opportunities out there. It, it's if, if you think that you're going to just wait until the perfect time comes around, <laughs> There's no such thing as a perfect time no, to start because anything. If you're doing that, you're 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 essentially trying to time the market. And we know yes. the statistics and the data and the numbers are there that say humans we, we stink at that. That's right. Um That's right. you know, we have a we have a a a very good uh track record of selling or buying things at the exact wrong time. We, we and not intentionally, emotional. not yeah. intentionally either. Just we, we act on emotion and uh, a good example is is me and um, my son, my son and my daughter when I started up their five two nine college plans when they were born. My son was born in November of two thousand eight. That was probably the most horrible time to ever think about doing anything in the investment market. Some people were even concerned that the economy wasn't going to even exist anymore. Yeah. The stock market was going to go to nothing, and uh, we were going to have a depression. But guess what? I went ahead and started it. My little girl was born the year after that, November of 2009. Same thing. The, the market was just barely getting back on its firm footing and starting to find an equilibrium that it had missed so long. Um, same thing started there. And, and I can tell you right now that their college savings plans are doing fantastic. And in fact, sometimes the best time to be an investor is when things look the absolute worst. And you, well, you can you can say that right now, sometimes there's uh, a lot of reasons that you shouldn't be investing because things look so bad. Headlines are terrible, but this is a prime time for opportunities. Right. Yeah. And who's the I think it's Warren Buffett. It's a Warren Buffett quote that says, you know, be fearful when others are greedy and be yes. greedy when others are fearful. That's exactly all he's right. trying to say is that 
you know, as a long-term investor, you should be very cautious about the, the short-term noise. Yes. Um, so anyway, so Gilbert and I, uh, one of the things that we do as financial advisors is specialize in helping you navigate that. So if you have questions about that, please hit us up. We'd be glad to talk to you about it uh, or anything else you want to talk about in your, in your personal life out there. So thank you guys for tuning in. Financial related. Funny. funny. <laughs> but, but, you know, and it is funny because I, I find myself talking a lot about this, about how so much of what we talk about it is is seemingly related to just life in general because finances touch almost or every every aspect, single aspect every, of your life. I mean, every decision you make um you know can either affect your finances or your finances can affect the decision that you're making um so it's all it's all intertwined so um that's a big part of what we do is is uh you know have have life see me it seems like they're life discussions but they are financial related so okay guys that'll do it for us this morning thank you for tuning in don't forget interact with us share our content helps other people find the show we're on facebook linkedin and youtube most weekdays the stock market is open in all places you find your podcast including spotify go give us a thumbs up there and follow us we'd be grateful for it enjoy the rest of your friday junior we will catch you back here tomorrow